Welcome to Life Mastery for Women. I'm your host, Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. I've been studying mind mastery and emotional management and energy work and its connection to spirituality for over 25 years. And in this podcast, I help guide you out of your daily struggles in life in the areas of health, wealth, relationships, and spirituality. Life is hard, but your daily growth doesn't have to be. Join me three times a week as I lead you inward on a healing, connecting, and creating journey. Let's go get that nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. Hey ladies, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's episode where I hope I am finding you filling your bucket with love. If you're not filling your bucket with love, then it is my intention that in today's episode, I give you just one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. So welcome to today's episode. We're going to today talk about where does self-love come from? It does not come from the outside world. It does not come from your environment. It doesn't come from your kids or your partner or your cat. It comes from within. So we're going to talk about how you do that, how you start to fill your own bucket with love for yourself. I was probably 10 years old. My dad had taken us to a uh, public pool and we had already done swim lessons. So I was a pretty good swimmer. I could hold my breath underwater and I could swim for a short distance and I was a better swimmer than my brother. So I was excited about that. My brother is 16 months older than me, by the way, and thinks he's, at least he did, thought he was better at everything than me. And I always spent pretty much the next 12 years trying to outdo him in every way. And most of the time I could. So um, I'm uh, my we're jumping off the diving board and it's a lot of fun. I'm mostly going feet first. And my dad goes, hey, why don't we go on the high dive, which is the platform? It's not even a board. It's a platform. And I'm like, nah, I don't really think so, dad. I don't really want to, whatever. And so we go up to the top and I'm standing up there and I'm like, looking over and I'm like, you can't even tell there's water in the pool. And he's like, well, there, well, there is water in the pool. You were just in it. And I'm like, I know, but gosh, this is really high. And anyway, my legs start shaking and my palms start sweating. And he's like, come on, you could do it. And Scott goes and he goes to the edge and he sits there and he stands there and he looks there and he looks over and he goes, he goes, I'll go. And so he jumps and I watch and I'm like, wow, that was, he was like in the air for a really long time. And my dad stood up there and he tried his very, very best, his very best to encourage me. And I was just too scared. I was just too afraid. And so I turn around and with regret and doubt and self-loathing, I climbed down the ladder. Kids were laughing at me. My brother made fun of me for probably the next six years. And I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And I remember sitting on the edge of the pool with my feet dangling and just kind of head hung and sitting there going, why didn't I jump? Like I'm watching all of these kids jump. It's not that big of a deal. I'm thinking I'm just not ready. But I remember really feeling bad and and really being mad at myself for not doing it. And we ended up leaving and going in the car and my dad was sort of talking about it. He goes, maybe next time, you know. And um, so now fast forward, I'm 12 years old and we are at a water park and we're going down all these water slides and we're really, you know, there's a small zip line and it's this really fun park and it's my brother and I and and my dad and my grandparents and um, it's so much fun. And then all of a sudden my dad goes, hey, <laughs> with that familiar sound, why don't we go down that slide? And this slide was called the black hole. And I'm like, oh, I don't know, dad, it was quite a bit bigger. And there's a part of the section that I, I didn't know, but there's a part of the slide where it's literally complete blackness. And I'm like, no, I don't really know and whatever. 
So I start climbing the dreaded stairs to the top. My brother's excited. My dad's encouraging. We get to the top and my brother goes and he's, you know, he's yelling all the way down. And I'm like, oh man, this sounds terrible. And and the guy's sitting there, you know, like the the slide attendant. He's sitting there. He's like, you can do it. He goes, you just got to lay down. You got to go feet first and you put your hands across your chest. And I'm like, oh, sweet. Okay. It's like the death march. And I'm like, oh, sweet. You know, this is, I'm like wondering what this is all going to be like. Anyway, so my dad's behind me. He goes, now, he goes, I'll go first. I'll go first. And so I can, basically, I can receive you at the other end. And I'm like, okay. So then, you know, I'm talking to the attendant. He's like, it's really not that bad, you know, and it, there's a section of it that's dark and, you know, blah, blah, blah. If you just this, you know, hold your hands and, you know, um, across your chest, you should be, you know, you should be good. And I'm like, okay. And so then I, I look over, you know, at the, at the, at the end and I see my dad and he's waving, you know, and I'm like, okay. And anyway, so I get in and he's like, it's all clear. Go ahead when you're ready. I'm like, well, that's not going to happen <laughs> anyway. So unfortunately I go and I, and I hated it. I hated every little second of it. I hated the whole thing. A lot of it was dark. I didn't know if we were going to turn left or right or go upside down. I was very scared. I get to the bottom and you know how they kind of like drag you across the last 20 feet of water. Your swimsuit goes straight up your crack and you get out. And I'm like, <laughs> my eyes were probably the size of tennis balls. My dad was right there. He pulls me out of the water. He gives me a big hug. And of course, I'm crying. I'm terrified. I hated it. And he says, let's, let's go get some lunch. I'm like, okay. So we start walking. And he's holding my hand and he's like, I'm really proud of you. And in that second, the second before he said, I'm really proud of you, I was thinking the same thing. That in that moment of complete terror, and I hated every second of it, I was proud. I was proud of myself. I turned around, I looked at the slide and I'm like, yeah, I did that. And then we went and had lunch and we're sitting with my grandparents and they're like, how was the slide? And I'm like, oh my God, I hated every second of it, but I did it. I was so, you know, I'm so like, I didn't say I was happy because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't going to do it again. My brother's like, let's go again. I'm like, have at it. My dad's like, you want to go again? I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, but, but in that moment, between these two stories of me a couple years before not jumping off of the high dive and then me going down the slide that I was pretty scared of but I did it and I survived. And in that moment, there was a different feeling from each experience. So the first one, not jumping off the high dive, I was, I was pretty upset that I didn't do it. I was pretty upset that I just couldn't overcome that fear. And it wasn't just like, I was upset. I was like, angry with myself to a point where I feel like I was really like, I'd let myself down, that I felt so angry and kind of hated myself for it. And then going down the other one, I'm like, I felt proud. And I felt like I did it. And I felt pretty good. Now, I didn't want to do it again. But I felt good that I overcame it. Okay, so now let's talk about where self love comes from. From these two stories, the reaction towards myself was quite different. Okay, if I'm going to hate myself in different areas of my life, I am not filling my bucket with anything but hate. All of that hate in the form of energy leads to ill health. It leads to just not feeling good. You're not going to overcome something. You're not going to start anything new. You're not going to take a risk because every time you're going to think, why bother? I'm so terrible at this. Why bother? I'm not smart. Why bother? I'm stupid or I suck, right? If you are saying things like that to yourself, then please listen up because self-love and, and self-care, in my opinion, go hand in hand. But self-love is a much deeper, broader perspective to take on. 
when we go through life, there isn't a day unless you're literally doing nothing. And even then I would have to disagree. But there isn't a day that goes by that you're not faced with a challenge. Now, even if you're doing nothing, you're faced with a challenge. Do I get up? Do I eat? Do I shower? Do I, do I exercise today? Do I go outside and smell in some fresh air, right? Self-love runs very, very deep. And I will tell you this. If you have self-love, you can do anything. You can go anywhere. You can create any kind of life you want. You can make as much money. You can have a fantastic relationship. You can have the best health. You really can. Because I went through that hell and back. I walked through it from the time I graduated from high school feeling like I was stupid, thanks to my high school teachers and my lovely guidance counselor. I, I graduated from high school feeling that I was stupid. I get through college. I really enjoyed college, but I was like let loose, right? I was like crazy town. I didn't have any friends. I And most people couldn't get close to me because I, I just didn't love myself enough. So I didn't have close relationships. I mostly didn't trust people, which then leads to, if you've been paying attention, I didn't trust myself because I didn't like myself. You think about a relationship, you think about your own personal relationship, you have to trust that person. You have to trust them at an emotional level. Of course, you have to trust them at a physical level. And if you don't, then what is your relationship built on? Okay, that's no different than you. That's no different than you trusting you. So that's my very first one is you being able to trust yourself. So when I came to college, I just did the best I could, but I didn't have any friends. Now, I had people that back then thought that they were my friend, but I would not consider them my friend. I was fun and funny, but I was very distant and very closed off, mostly because I didn't like myself that much. And it was a very sad experience. Like, my relationships did not get very deep. They were they were not very deep. I, I had a hard time dealing with myself, really. So after college, though academically, I did really well in college. After college and dealing with some relationship issues, again, I took this self-loathing persona into these relationships and they sucked. The relationship sucked. Well, how can they be good? <laughs> you can only love another to the depths in which you love yourself. If you only love yourself a one, you're only going to get one type relationships. And I'll tell you, those ones aren't good. You continue to fill your own bucket and you will create the deepest connections that you can't even imagine possible. Like seriously, you will be a thousand percent amazed and how deep your connections go if you have self-love for yourself, okay, by experience. So I spent the first half of my life hating myself. I was in this crappy relationship, this unhealthy, uh, she cheated on me a thousand times, I kept taking her back, and of course, every time you do that, your own self-worth goes down because you're thinking, there's nobody else out there for me, and maybe if I could just outlast then she'll love me. Yeah, that's bullshit. And that's not going to happen. So hopefully, if you are listening to this, and that person is doing that, get the frick out, go and go and go. Because if they keep coming back, they lose respect for you. Because you're you're letting them take advantage of you and take you for granted. And you lose respect for yourself. And now the the foundation that that relationship is on is very rocky to begin with. So I remember in this particular relationship, it was, you know, cheating on number seven or something. And I remember going, you know what? This is such bullshit. Like, why am I dealing with this? Like, why am I so addicted to this relationship that isn't even healthy for me? 
and I'm not liking myself and how I'm starting to feel about myself. So something's got to change. There are relationships out there that are amazing. And it doesn't matter if they're gay or or heterosexual relationships. There's relationships out there. There's marriages that last forever where where they they're so in love with each other. I'm like, I want that. And I remember going to the bookstore. There was borders back then, and in this dark corner in the back of the store was the self-help section. And I was so drawn to that section. And I go back there and I'm just like in the relationship section. I'm like, somebody, please tell me how to have a great relationship, right? And this book fell out. It fell off the shelf. Nobody's anywhere. I'm looking around going, what the, like, how did that even happen? And this book falls out on the floor and it's how to win the love you want. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) I guess I'll sit right here and read this book. And I'm not kidding you guys. I sat there for the entire day and read this book. So much so that the 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 manager comes over or a, you know a worker comes over and he's like, uh, so ma'am, we're getting ready to close, and so you could either buy that book or you can, um, but either way you got to go, either check out or put the book back. Well, I bought the book and it became my what I call my quote relationship bible, and it saved my life. It saved my life because because of the way that this relationship was unfolding and the and the self-loathing that I had for myself I was becoming more and more suicidal because I'm like dude I am giving everything to this relationship what the frick is wrong with you like why do you keep doing this right and she obviously she had her own issues but I'm like dude come on like I am being loyal to you and I'm trying to you know create this environment that you can be the best version of yourself And she continued to step out of the relationship. But an interesting thing is I was looking at me instead of looking at her. Instead of looking out and going, dude, something's wrong with you. I was thinking, something must be wrong with me. And then in that self-hatred, somewhere in there, I made a decision that says, no more. I'm not doing this any freaking more. And I will tell you, it was in that defining moment that I said, that's it. I'm going to go find that healthy relationship. And I did. Eventually I did. But it took it took some time. It took it took some more time. If I would have spent more time going inward and loving myself, I would have gotten there a lot faster than trying to go outward into the two different relationships after that one, if that makes sense. I continued to find these relationships and get into these relationships, and then I would set those boundaries because that's important. I would set these set these boundaries according to this to this book. I did some of the tactics that were in this book and that was working. And I'm like, "Wow, like this is really working. I'm applying these tactics and this is working." And I continue to do that. But however, the key difference of why it took me, oh, I would say 20 years to find the solid relationship that I am in love with and and successfully in a supportive, honest, loving, loyal, healthy, oh my God, laugh all night long relationship for 12 years. And we are very best friends. And if, it, it, if I wanted to say it wasn't going to take me 20 years, instead of going through all those relationships, I would say, spend more time getting to know yourself. And that's number two, get to know yourself, okay? How do you do that? I would start finding the things that you're interested in. I would start finding the things that bring you joy. It doesn't matter where you are. A lot of people go, I just don't know. My my joy was my kids or my joy was my husband or my joy is my dog. That's fine. Move, expand on that. 
and say, okay, everything in your life is going to go to a zero, everything. Now, what are you going to do? What are some of the things that you're interested in? Go to the library and go into the hobbies section. Google, um, I don't know, I'm 53 years old. What are some fun hobbies for a 53-year-old woman? Okay, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Start Googling things and start going to the library and starting, go to the meetups and research things and just get out there. Find out what people are doing. Meet with your friends or your family. Be like, what do you guys do for fun? Be like, oh, that sort of sounds fun. I'm going to go try doing that, right? Once you get to know yourself, you are expanding your spirit. And in the expansion of your spirit, you are connecting. Your spirit wants to experience. It came through, it came into this world, in this physical body that you call you, and wants to experience and wants to expand, which is why there's always problems and challenges and, and tough decisions to make is because your spirit is, is seeking expansion. It is so important because as you get to know you and you start doing things that bring you joy simply for the sake that they bring you joy, guess what's filling in your bucket? Oh yeah, that's love and joy simply because you chose to do something. When we put all of our joy and love eggs in someone else's basket, we don't have any for ourselves. Okay? Even on the airplanes, they say you put your oxygen mask on first before you help someone else. You need to be breathing before you can help someone else. And I say the same thing. When you're when you're carrying around your bucket that is your self-love, fill your bucket. When your bucket is full, then you can share with others. Okay. When you are around other people and you're like, oh my God, I think I'm about to hurt somebody, then you better fill your own bucket. That, that's because your bucket is empty. You can't share from an empty bucket. Okay. One of the others is to forgive yourself. So back to my story of the diving board and the water slide. When I'm on the diving board and I can't do it and I have too much fear, is that instead of self-loathing and self-hating or being mad at myself is to go, you know what? I'm just not ready. I forgive myself for not doing that. I forgive myself for not stepping through that fear. Could I do it now? I probably could. Matter of fact, I could probably jump off a cliff with a parachute. That actually sounds very exciting to me. I think I might do that. I need to move to a place that has that has cliffs or we need to go on vacation where they have cliffs and base jumping. That sounds like a lot of fun to me. Anyway, so if you are faced with something that is where you get upset and you you get angry with yourself, Try to forgive yourself instead. Try to say, wait, stop, stop, stop. Don't call myself names. Don't be upset with myself in that way. Just say, you know what? I'm just not ready. Or it's just not a skill I have. Or it's just not something I want to do. Or it's just, it's just be a little bit graceful. Just give yourself a little bit of grace. Okay? Learning is another one. So I said like getting to know yourself, but learning new things is another one. Whether you're just bringing in some learning, I love learning more than anything. Every single day I'm listening to a podcast, I'm reading a book, I'm watching videos, we're taking a course because we're going to Miami in a couple of weeks. And so her name is Michelle Villalobos and she's absolutely amazing businesswoman. And I started listening to her a couple of years ago about um, creating a group coaching program and a women's retreat. And so I've been following her for a very, very long time. And now we are so um, lucky to be going to her women, or it's not a women's retreat, it's a retreat, um, a business retreat in Miami in a couple of weeks. And we're really, really excited. And 
I she has all these courses and these workbooks and these things for us to like get to know or kind of go through before we go to the retreat. So she's going to teach it at length when we're there, but most of the the foundation is going to be learned before we go. And so I'm like just over consuming her stuff. And I just love what she's teaching. But the biggest point is that it's teaching us about ourselves. We are filling in the blanks. We are we are designing our life. It's like what it is what is it do you want? What is it that you want in your business and what do you want in your relationships and what do you want in your health and how much money do you want to make? And as you're doing that, you're looking at your own needs. You're looking at your own desires and your own needs. And it is one of my favorite things to do to just kind of explore the possibility. It's like having a clean sheet of paper in front of you. And the teacher says, do anything you want with that. And so many people are like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Like what though? (laughs) Are we writing a letter? Sure, you could write a letter. Uh, Am I making a paper airplane? Yeah, you can make a paper airplane. Am I wadding it up into tiny little pieces and shooting it through a straw? Yeah, you could do that. Do anything you want. When you open the doors to the possibilities, that is for you. That is you seeking expansion. And it's a lot of fun. Sometimes it overwhelms people, (laughs) but it's a lot of fun. And going there, same as your meditation practice, going into the blank space and creating your love from there. When I was in that pretty crappy relationship, this is the relationship that lasted four years that should have lasted about four days. All the signs were there that this was not going to be a healthy relationship, but I went with it. But in that decision that says, you know what? No more. I am now looking at the possibilities of something different, something better, something greater. Okay. And I created it for myself. And I want you to do the same thing. So taking in information, learning is always a fun way. And you can learn anything. Everything is at your fingertips now. I mean, with a computer and YouTube and Google and, and, and uh, books on audio. I mean, everything is at your fingertips. So take some time to do that. And do it because it's important to you. Learn anything you want. You can always make more money. You can always get your health back on track. You can always deepen your connections. And you can always broaden your own perspective. Another thing is being grateful. When you are grateful, everything in your life gets better. Everything. Everything, everything, everything. Your relationships, your health, your situation, your environment. You know, you take, go and, go and hang out with somebody and maybe you know somebody and maybe you are this person who is ungrateful. They just don't say thank you. They don't appreciate the things around you around them. They complain all the time and look at their lives. What are they complaining about? How are they going to get more money? How are they going to have a better relationship? How are they going to have better health? not by being not grateful, right? We got to raise the vibration. We got to go a little bit higher. We got to bring up our own numbers because it is in the bringing up of the numbers that changes our perspective. And it is bringing up the numbers and changing our perspective that we get different solutions, we get different perspective, and, and we perceive things differently. And ill health cannot reside in a body with a high vibration, So starting out with just saying the words, thank you, thank you, practice it, practice it right now, especially if you are a person who doesn't say it, thank you, 
Thank you for being here. Thank you that I can see. Thank you that I can hear. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for this cool microphone. Thank you for this day during the day that's quiet that I can record. Thank you that it's nap time for the dogs that they're not barking during the uh, during the recording. Thank you that the sun is shining. Thank you that my turtles are out in the pond. Thank you. Thank you. You don't even have to add anything to it. You don't even have to say other things, especially if you're not feeling it. But do it. Change and shift the energy that is within you because you can. Because right now, the things that you're like, yeah, but Jen, you don't understand. I just lost my job. Yeah, but Jen, you don't understand. My husband's a real turd and I think he's sleeping with the secretary. Yeah, but Jen, I just got in a fight with my daughter. Yeah, but Jen, my car's not running. I understand. But are you still on this planet? Are you still breathing? Can you see? Can you hear? Can you walk? Can you look yourself in the mirror? Do you have a mirror? Do you have running water? Do you have food in your house? Do you have a shelter over your head? Do you have do you have earth outside of your door? Mother Earth who's constantly providing to you? Do you have the sun shining? Do you have a cat or a dog that loves you? Right? There's always something to be grateful for. Focus on that. Focus out there. Focus in a different direction. Turn your head just a little to the left and see something to be grateful for. If you can't say the words thank you, then that's where you start. If you can say the words thank you, then you can find those things to be grateful for. And that becomes your daily focus. I can't tell you how much my life has changed by being more grateful. My mom was always like telling us please and thank you. She really taught us some manners. But there was something in me that I'm just like, I just don't feel it. I say thank you, and sometimes I appear to be grateful, but I think that that was a piece that was missing. And once I started to shift it, wow, my life just changed. My whole entire life started changing within a matter of days, you guys, a matter of days. So practice that. Practice that. I can't emphasize enough is having a gratitude practice and a meditation practice on a regular basis. If this is not new to you, then I suggest just practicing small. But what this is, is you spending time with you. It is you getting to know yourself. It's you going inward and just being with the energy that is contained inside of your body. Now you're like, how is that getting to know myself? Believe me, it is. It is you connecting with yourself on a deeper level, not just engaging with your environment and all the people in it, but it is about quieting your mind settling down the body, calming the nervous system, and raising your vibration. Nothing is better than that. That creates the space for love for you to come in because you are doing this for the benefit of you and benefiting your health, your relationships, but more importantly, your relationship with yourself. So I can't emphasize it enough. It has been a complete life changer for me. And it was hard when I started. I'd fall asleep all the time. When I started my meditation practice and then after that, it was so distracted. And next thing I know, I'm like up and engaging with my environment. And that's one of my favorite things to do is to engage with my environment, to organize, to clean, to put things away, to, uh, you know, just do projects, whatever. And um, I'm like, wait a second, wasn't I meditating a a minute ago? And so it, it takes a little bit to overcome, but the benefits completely outweigh the downfalls. So please... Spend a little time with yourself today. Do a little learning. Forgive yourself for for any shortcomings. Learn about yourself. 
learn about yourself and and the things that you like and don't like, and then just kind of start to build that friendship with you. And please, at least, at least begin to start shifting the words that you say to yourself. Shift the words that you say to yourself so you are not hurting yourself. You are going to spend the rest of your life with you. You might as well become your own best friend. I hope this finds you well. And please engage with me. Ask any any questions. Join me in my Lady Rising group on Facebook. Tell uh, or answer in the membership questions that you came in through the podcast. And certainly, certainly uh, ask any questions. I'm here to support you. So go start your meditation practice and start filling your bucket with love. If you enjoy this show, please consider making a small donation. This helps me to continue creating powerful episodes for you each week. But also, you become a bigger part of changing the world by changing yourself one episode at a time. By investing in my show, you are investing in yourself, your life, and your planet. And by elevating yourself, you are elevating others around you. And I thank you.